Welcome back to Skyview High School. 45-33 is the final as the Bobcats get the victory over the Madison Bobcats. And they, in this series, this is the third matchup, and they stay undefeated. Skyview has gotten all three wins, and they this one was a crazy game the way it started. Skyview got off to the big lead, 17 to nothing. Rex and they were able to take that lead 17 to nothing and then there was 13 unanswered points by Madison and that's when things got a little bit interesting the 17 to nothing the play that made it 17 was a 94 yard TD by Collins with 536 in the third quarter that will be our old gristmill bread and butter play of the game Listen to the full court press on this station 106.9 FM on Monday and when Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson during the full court press ask for the bread and butter play of the game, be their first caller to answer that it was 94-yard TD run by Walter Collins to give the Bobcats a 17-0 lead, and you can win four loaves of bread from the old grits mill. And then, like we said, it was 17-13, and then on the ensuing kickoff, when Madison had all the momentum... It was a big 80-yard TD kickoff return by Scout Morris with 2.39 in the quarter to put Bobcats, Skyview Bobcats back in the lead, 24-13. Then Madison had to punt it away. Skyview got the ball back, but they threw an interception. So Madison got the ball back after the interception. Then they punted it back away to Skyview. Skyview started on their own seven with 10.52 in the second quarter. They do a 13-play drive and cap it off on a six-yard TD rush by Falsloff. And the Bobcats led 30-13 with 6.32 in the half. Then Madison got the ball back, and they had their own 12-yard drive, or 12-play drive that they capped off to bring the score to 31-20 to on a four-yard TD rush. Skyview threw another interception, and Madison, right before the half, scored with 17 seconds on a three-yard TD run by Cordrero, the quarterback, and it was 31-26, to Skyview with the lead going into the half. Start of the second half, Skyview got the ball first. They marched down in a nine-play drive that started from their own 37 and capped it off with a 14-yard TD pass, and it was Carlson with the catch from Falsluff to make it 38-26. They got a sack in the next Madison possession, and Madison had a punt. Then Skyview scored on a 55-yard TD that Falsloff had on a great run to go ahead 45-26 with 33 seconds in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, we went, and it was another punt by Madison. Skyview punted, and then Madison had it. They turned it over on downs. And then finally, Skyview again with the ball. They had to punt it away, and Madison scored 45-33 to with 2.33 left in the game. Skyview kicked, or Madison kicked an onside kick. Skyview recovered. And the Skyview gets the victory, 45-33. But on the second-to-last play, or third-to-the-last play of the end of the game, Falsluff on a run to the outside got smashed and tackled after a first down. And he has some eyes on his shoulder and was in a lot of pain. So we'll see as going forward, going into the Green Canyon game next week, 
Mason Falsluff, his injury going into next week will be interesting to see if he can play or not. Yeah, and that's as valuable a time as to have your starting quarterback is once you hit region play. So uh, all eyes and ears are going to be on the condition of Mason Falsluff as this game ends. We're not sure what kind of injury it is. It's, uh, you know, he came off kind of holding his stomach area, but it uh, was probably a shoulder injury. We, and we do have Chris Howell making his way up with uh, looks like he's going to bring Walter Collins up with him. Now, Walter Collins is our player of the game, and he's also the person who had that bread and butter play of the game. So Rex will add up the stats as they come up here. As the Skyview student body are circling the, the field there, and they're fo- doing the fight song. So we'll be joined by Walter Collins. Here you go, Walter. Just take that. So congratulations. That's the first thing we need to say, Walter. Congratulations. Uh, Coach talked about it in the pregame that he wanted to get that running game going. And, uh, hey, you got it going. Thank you. Um, talk about what you saw out there. On We'll talk about your big run of 94 yards. You were, your team was backed up here at the six-yard line, and you went off to the right side. And all of a sudden, you just kicked it into an, a new gear, it looked like, to us. What did you see out there? Just following my pulling guards and keeping keeping behind them. Well, you did a great job. Is You got out here and you saw the breakaway. Did you did you know you were taking it to the house once you broke it out to not the side? A, not at first. I had to take a look back. You took a look back. Yeah. Okay. So the, 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 the offense, you guys have struggled with the running game, but you really got it going. What do you think it was, the difference between today's game and the other games that you guys have had uh everyone knowing their assignments and where they're supposed to be and that's what it was yes, sir. okay well walter well let's see rex has got your final stats i mean it's unofficial yeah. but what did you have this rex? is just according to me walter you finished the game with 24 carries 194 yards and two touchdowns just shy of 200 and and i might have missed a yard or two so i'm going to say right around 200 yard game really impressive game out of walter Thank collins you. here tonight walter is there anyone that might be listening you want to give a shout out to uh just my parents and my my all line Awesome. Give me those runs. Awesome. Well, uh, along with that, you know, we talk about the running game when a running back has a good game like that, that you did. But talk about, like, w- when you're in there on pass blocking, you know, but do you how, how do you read the defenders coming through? What is that like? You just got to pick up the guy that's not open, and if there's nobody coming in, you got to get help out your O-lineman. Well, it was a terrific win for you guys tonight. You guys head into region play to face Green Canyon. I know Coach Hal always talks about one game at a time, but, I mean, it's Green Canyon. You know, yeah. you know these guys. It's region play. You guys have won two out of the last three years. How do you keep that the momentum going next game? I uh, just don't expect like we're going to win. we got to come in and play hard. Well, congratulations on the, the, the victory tonight. And, again, uh, we, we thank you for your time coming up here. And uh, good luck going forward, Walter. Thank you. All right, so that was Walter Collins who had the big game, nearly 200 yards rushing. Hopefully he got the 200 mark, yeah, and, and we missed some plays there. He's right there. there. He's, he's our old Grismill bread and butter player of the game with the 94-yard uh, rush, and then he's also our player of the game, uh, pushing 200 yards on 24 carries. Well, Coach Hal, we're joined now again. Skyview victorious, 45-33, to 33, and Coach Hal, Wow, you guys set the tone early. This is one of the quickest starts that you guys came out with to get that 17 to nothing lead. Yeah, absolutely. I, I felt like our defense came out and got some critical stops and then got a critical turnover on special teams, you know, to, to kind of get us going. But then I, I felt like we relaxed a little bit after that. And this, you know, I, I'm not sure what our kids expected right there. I think they kind of expected these guys to, to do what Shelly did a week ago, and they're not Shelly. And we told them that all week long. That's a really good football tune. 
team who's going to win a lot of games. And so they, they battled right back and uh, and showed their, their grit and determination as well. Well, you, you talked about in the pregame that you wanted to control Cordero and make him throw it when he had to throw yeah. the ball to make it go quick. But, I mean, at times your defense really corralled him and kept him in the pocket. But, man, he's just like Mason when he yeah. gets into the open field, isn't he? Yep, he's really slippery. He's not super fast, but he's slippery and he finds creases. And we had some... We had some stuff built in to try and keep him in the pocket, and they, we didn't execute that very well. Some line stunts inside, and it really created more space. And so in the second half, we just tried to go back to some base stuff and simplify it a little bit. And I felt like we were a little bit, even though we gave up some yards in the second half, we only gave up one score, and I felt like we were a lot better as far as keeping him in the pocket. Well, we talked to Walter Collins. You brought him up on the postgame show, but talk about his play tonight. And, and how you wanted to establish the run because we had him near 200 yards. We know Mason was over 100 and something yards. Yeah. I mean, your offense was rolling. Yeah, that's exactly what we needed tonight. We needed our offense to get going. Uh, defensively, we'd been pretty solid our year, and I felt like our offense uh, kind of hit their stride tonight, and that's what we need going into region play. Um, our O-line did a fantastic job. We did a great job blocking on the perimeter. Uh, I was really proud of the way our kids executed, uh, especially in the second half. You know, uh, they were they were pretty down at halftime as far as you know all the mistakes that we made the turnovers and those types of things and and we got after them a little bit but then we told them to flush it and move on and and i felt like they did a really good job of that well coach you talked about region play we know how important every game is but you're facing a team in green canyon the kids know each other because of the school split and you've been a part of that with the mountain crest yep. ridgeline yep. stuff i mean I know you say one game at a time, but how big is it to get your guys focused for this Green Canyon squad coming in? That's I felt like we we're going to have more trouble getting them to focus this week, and I think we got our eyes opened a little bit as far as that goes. They won't have any trouble focusing. Our our issue will be making sure that we keep our our emotions in check and make sure that we play it like any other football game, um, the, the, kind of the faceless opponent type approach where it doesn't matter who we play. It's about us and the way we execute not necessarily about what they do. Coach, uh, Mason got his helmet taken off on a play. You send Case and Carlson in, and I, I just I was blown away. You call a pass play as soon as your backup quarterback comes in. Can you tell us about Case and Carlson a little bit? Case and Carlson's a, a great football player. He'd be starting on a lot of teams in our region at quarterback. Right. Uh, we're just we're lucky that we have a number of good quarterbacks, and so we we don't we're not afraid to put Casein in the game and, and allow him to play. And he came in and, and threw a strike right off the bat. Uh, he's a really smart kid, really tough, gritty. You see him playing about 10 different positions on the field, and so he understands what we're trying to do. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time always, and congratulations on getting the victory tonight over Madison. Thank you. Appreciate it. We had a great crowd tonight. It's so fun to, to, to hear and watch those students go crazy, and uh, uh, I love Friday Night Lights at, at Skyview High School. Well, congratulations, and thank you for your time thank always. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, again, Skyview with the victory, 45-33 as they head into region play and like we said with the RPI we'll know more about that after next week that and that just talks about the playoffs the real thing is is Skyview has won region two out of the last three years they want to keep that rolling they were the champs last year
Yeah, and and what what a start that they're going to have to region play. I mean, Green Canyon undefeated coming in here to play Skyview in Skyview's house, uh, and it doesn't get much easier the next week at Ridgeline so, or a Ridgeline here. So yeah. it, it's going to be a tough, tough region schedule as as we get into region here. Uh, just real quick, John, I wanted to touch on a few uh, stats. Mason Falslev finished the game 10 of 19, 90 yards passing, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, Case and Carlson, as we had mentioned with Coach Hal, went one for one, three yards with a touchdown. Uh, Walter Collins rushing on the night, 194 yards on 24 carries. He was averaging eight yards per carry, uh, two touchdowns on the night for Walter. Um, Mason Falsel had 15 carries, 171 yards, and a touchdown. Mason was averaging 11.4 yards per carry tonight. Uh, Truman Moser chipped in with a couple carries for 10 yards. Uh, on the night, Gino DiMuzio had three receptions for 19 yards. Scout Morris, three for 17 and a touchdown. Kaysen Carlson, three catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown. He had a touchdown receiving as well as passing on the night. Uh, big night defensively by Justice Anna, uh, as well as a couple of the other players out there. Kaysen uh, Flatterty, as well as, um, sorry, Reed Wild on the play, too, trying to go through my notes. So a terrific overall game for the Bobcats. They win 45 to 33. They improved to three and one on the season. Again, our player of the game is Walter Collins, who had nearly 200 yards on the ground, a couple of touchdowns on the ground as well, and then of course the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game was the 94-yard TD run that he had that gave the Bobcats the 17 to nothing lead in the first quarter. So tune into the full court press Monday from four to six, and when Eric Franson and Aj Salveson talk about that, you call in and be the first caller to identify Walter Collins as the bread and butter, the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game. And if you can name that 94-yard run then you will have a chance to win four loaves of bread from the old grist mill. So for Diana Young back in studio, for Rex Davis, for myself, John Newbold, have a terrific weekend as the Bobcats improve to 3-1. and one. We'll be back on the air around 645 next Friday as the Skyview Bobcats open region play versus the Green Canyon Wolves. So thanks for listening to 1390 AM and 106.9 FM, The Fan. Have a great weekend, everybody.